Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. All lanes reported blocked. However, uh, Metropolitan Police confirmed that that accident has been cleared. All lanes are now open, not seeing any lingering delays either side of I-395 heading to or from the 3rd Street Tunnel. And all lanes are open, no delays either side of the 3rd Street Tunnel between the freeway and New York Avenue on uh, New York Avenue inbound. There is a work zone set up inbound at Florida Avenue where you'll see it over on the far right side. But traffic getting by without delay on the outbound side of New York Avenue, traffic getting by. In the right lane between First Street Northeast and Florida Avenue. DC 295 in the clear both sides between the 11th Street Bridge and the city county line. The down tree in Prince George's County that was closing Piscataway Road at Mary Catherine Drive has cleared. All lanes are now open and there are no lingering delays. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Overcast skies to start your day out there. Roads a little wet, but the rain is over with. This is from the rain from last night. Temperatures outside mostly into the mid to upper 30s. Later on, sunshine comes out with a mix of clouds. Temperatures in the mid to upper 40s. And we'll have a breezy northwest wind about 10 to 20 miles an hour, gusting to about 30 miles an hour. I'm 7 News meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees in Georgetown, 41 in Bowie, 40 degrees in Leesburg. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Coming up. AFC Championship game over. This just proves who's the real MVP of the league. I'm Heather Gustafson. A man barricades himself in someone's house in Laurel early Sunday morning after stealing a pickup truck. A deadly drone strike kills three U.S. service members. Alexandria City Council members explain why their city deserves a new arena. I'm Grace Newton. An alert for health care providers after a rise in measles cases. I'm Liz Anderson. How Maryland seniors are rolling into good health. I'm Stephanie gaines It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper. Three American troops killed in a drone attack in Jordan. Dozens more were hurt. They were in their sleeping quarters when it happened. CBS News Pentagon correspondent David Martin says the base is a key station for that region. The outpost, known as Tower 22, provides support to U.S. Special Operations Forces operating inside Syria, where they are under constant threat of attack. But until now, Tower 22 had not been attacked. President Biden says the U.S. will respond. When the Super Bowl airs on CBS and Paramount Plus in February, it'll be the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs taking the field. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan on Fox. It's been unfinished business for a while, man. Uh, Our team was set out for this for a long time. It's been a long year to get to this point, and we got it done today. It was hard at the beginning, but the character we have on our team, the type of guys we have, we can't wait to get to Vegas. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes on CBS. Now we're in the Super Bowl, and the job's not done. we got to go out there into Vegas and uh, play a great team and see if we can go out there and get the Super Bowl. A freak accident on the ice means a change for young hockey players. USA Hockey is making it mandatory for players under 18 to wear neck laceration protection. The new rule will go into effect August 1st. It comes after American Adam Johnson died when a skate blade sliced his neck during a game in England three months ago. 
Two years ago, a 16-year-old Connecticut high school player died when a skate cut his neck during the game. The National Hockey League has no such requirement for neck guards. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. A 17-year-old murder suspect is back in custody after days on the run. CBS News Philadelphia reporter Madeline Wright has that story. He was spotted buying pants at a Target on Friday. Somebody at Target was that um, vigilant to say, hey, this guy kind of looks like him. We were able to um, interview that employee. We were able to do some other things. And ultimately, um, that led to the arrest. Supervisory Deputy Robert Clark says this is the seventh escape case the U.S. Marshals have worked on in the last 12 months. Recent investigations show the Federal Bureau of Prisons in crisis, struggling with understaffing and abuse. Bureau of Prisons Director Colette Peters was on 60 Minutes and explained why she says prisoners deserve compassion. 95% of them are going to come back to our communities someday. And I want them to be productive, tax-paying citizens who no longer commit crimes. The man who stole Judy Garland's red ruby slippers is set to be sentenced this morning. Terry Martin is in hospice with COPD. And prosecutors have agreed to no jail time. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. It's 4.03 Monday, January 29th, 2024 with a high today, 47. morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. The Kansas City Chiefs took home the AFC Championship Sunday for the fourth time in five years, beating the Baltimore Ravens for the title. Much to the disappointment of fans in Baltimore. Let's go Ravens! Let's go! Baltimore Ravens fans were out in droves, optimistic about their team that was picked to win. But eventually lost by seven. Even with just six minutes on the clock, fans were still holding out hope. It's still anybody's game. They thought it would be a home team advantage, but at least they won in the number of people wearing purple. I saw one red jersey over there. They were a little stuffed and then walked away. One person wearing red and not disappointed by the final score, Taylor Swift. My wife is a huge Taylor Swift fan. That's the only reason she can get anybody excited about football. I can't wait to see her. I can't wait. I'm going to get a hug if I can. If she's there, that's great. Yeah, I'm not over it. I'm just like, yeah, she's here. She's supporting her boyfriend. That's being a good girlfriend. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. A barricade situation ended peacefully in Laurel early Sunday morning. Laurel police got a call for a stolen pickup truck just before 1 o'clock. Officers located the truck shortly afterward and saw a man walking away. When they ordered him to stop, he ran into a nearby home. The people living inside that home were quickly evacuated. The suspect, 40-year-old Jason Nathaniel Marks of Laurel, refused to talk to crisis negotiators for several hours. Finally, negotiators talked Marks into surrendering. He was already wanted on four open arrest warrants. Marks now faces several more charges, including motor vehicle theft and possession of a controlled substance. 
Alexandria City Council members got an earful yesterday during a town hall meeting on the potential new home for the Caps and Wizards. One topic that got a lot of attention is how the move could negatively impact the district. I don't think D.C.'s best days are behind it, just like I know Alexandria's best days are ahead of it. Councilmember Kirk McPike says he believes the potential benefits of moving the Caps and Wizards to Alexandria outweigh the impacts it would have on the D.C. region. Vice Mayor Amy Jackson. When you bring this arena here, you're bringing the teams here, you're bringing small businesses here, you're bringing more residents here that want to be close to that entertainment district. This is an economic win on so many levels. Councilmember John Chapman says Alexandria deserves this opportunity over the district. They get millions more dollars in tourism than we do. Do they do they say, hey, come over to Alexandria after you've stopped over in D.C.? No, they don't. We fight for ourselves. Grace Newton. WTOP News. Measles cases have been on the upswing over the past couple of months. So much so that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is alerting healthcare workers to keep an eye out for new infections. Between December 1st and January 23rd, the CDC learned of 23 confirmed measles cases in the United States. Locations include Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Washington, D.C. area, according to ABC News. The measles rash usually shows up days after symptoms of high fever, cough, or red watery eyes. The CDC also says most U.S. cases happen after unvaccinated or partially vaccinated Americans travel out of the country and then bring the infection back with them. Most of these recent infections were among kids and adolescents without the measles vaccine. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Getting caught on video violating bus lane rules will now set you back some for, some cash in D.C., Starting today, phase two of a bus camera program goes into effect in the district. It's the next step in DDOT's automated enforcement, and now bus lanes are the target. Cameras mounted on Metro buses will be automated to take pictures of any vehicles illegally operating, parking, or just standing in bus lanes. Any drivers caught on camera will receive a $100 fine by mail. Phase one remains in effect, which also covers bus zones. Cars caught within a certain distance near a bus stop. It's all part of the Clear Lanes Project, which aims to improve bus travel times and enhance bus stop safety. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. Sure, it's a good idea to pay off credit card debt, but don't replace one problem with another. I'm Greg McBride, and I'll have some tips for you coming up. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Stephanie. Good morning, everyone. As you get ready for sunrise and the start of the work week, traffic around the DMV running just fine. No incidents to worry about anywhere on the Capitol Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia. All lanes are open. Things are looking good also in Maryland along uh, up and down the 270 corridor between Frederick and Bethesda, 95 and 295 running well as you uh, run between the two beltways and no worries on 50 leaving the Capitol Beltway heading out to the Bay Bridge. At the Bay Bridge, all lanes are clear, two east and three west. No overnight road work uh, because of the foggy and misty conditions that uh, are still there every once in a while at the Bay Bridge. So again, uh, take it easy as you cross the water, but it's a good ride with all lanes open eastbound and westbound in Virginia. The ride up and down the 95 corridor between Springfield and Fredericksburg is without issue. Likewise, 66 clear, leaving the Beltway heading out to 81 and all the way back. You'll find no delays either side of 66 inside the Beltway between 495 and uh, the Roosevelt Bridge. 
Bridge. 395 clear between Springfield and the Pentagon, and things are running well now on uh, both sides of uh, the freeway between 14th Street, past the 3rd Street Tunnel, all the way to the 11th Street Bridge. Go electric to Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Well, the rain from this past weekend is over with, but the road's still a little wet out there, so just make sure you're driving carefully and get to your destination safely. Temperatures, not too bad either, mid to upper 30s as you're heading outside, and later on today, we're going to warm into the mid to upper 40s with a mix of sun and clouds. A bit of a windy day as well with northwest winds throughout the day, 10 to 20 miles an hour, gusting to about 30 miles an hour, so those forecast highs of the mid 40s are going to feel a little bit more like the mid 30s with that wind show. Later on tonight, mostly cloudy skies and temperatures dipping into the mid 30s. I'm 7 News Meet Aldous Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. 40 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Greg McBride. Paying off credit card debt is a great goal, but don't compound the problem by going about it the wrong way. I'm Greg McBride with the Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. For one thing, don't think that paying only the minimum payment will get the job done. This will take forever, and the interest charges can easily double your total payback. Don't tip into your retirement accounts to wipe out what you owe on credit cards. Withdrawals are taxable, subject to early withdrawal penalties if you're under age 59 and a half, and you're dealing yourself a permanent setback to retirement planning. Don't completely wipe out your emergency savings to pay off credit card debt either. You need that money in case of a real emergency like a job loss and not to pay off credit card debt from a vacation that you really didn't have to take. Tapping the equity in your home puts your house at risk if you have trouble making the payments. And more importantly, don't ever skip a mortgage payment to reduce credit card debt. Instead, cut expenses, work a second job, and buckle down on paying off your credit card debt once and for all without digging another financial hole. I'm Greg McBride. Coming up on WTOP, more senior citizens are rolling into good health. 411. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy, feel it in the ground. Life, fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath. Filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests. And without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org love. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. When we were growing up, my two brothers and I just loved our Uncle Ted. He was like a really cool big brother who always brought around the best toys and took us to the best places and with whom we always had the most fun. It was odd, though, when we got older to realize he wasn't nearly as outgoing and adventurous with other adults. I found out much later that this might have had something to do with the ostomy bag he wore ever since he was diagnosed with Crohn's disease as a teenager and had part of his lower intestine removed. 
Theodor Skolnick, my Uncle Ted, died last year at the age of 80, never having once mentioned his illness to me or my brothers. He left a large bequest to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation to help fund better treatments for these diseases and also to help other people, old and young, seek and get help for the situation that he was never able to talk about. Don't feel you need to hide your Crohn's or colitis. Go to spillyourguts.org to learn more about the treatments available and even find a specialist. That's spillyourguts.org. Coming up, Homeland Security Committee, they're going to uh, are expected to vote on articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. This is over the handling of the border. More news in 60 seconds. Every child deserves the best teachers, facilities, and academic programs to set them up for success both now and in the future. At Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we make that a reality for children from qualifying families who are looking for greater opportunities. Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of Chuck Milton Hershey and his wife, Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 415. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Thanks for being with us. From movies like Xanadu in the 1980s to Roll Bounce in the early 2000s, roller skating has been a popular aerobic sport on and off screen for decades and has exploded in popularity among some Maryland seniors since the COVID-19 pandemic. Some local residents who started skating in the 1980s are joining senior skate groups to help them stay fit into their 60s and well beyond. The group that shows up, they look out for each other. They look forward to coming. Senior skater True Lestine Jefferson says, I still feel young. I feel like I'm in my 30s still. David Adamy is the head skate instructor at Lanham Skate Center in Lanham. The health benefits are fantastic. Skating uses almost every muscle group in your body. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. House Republicans have taken a significant step forward in doing something that has not been done in nearly 150 years. This week, members of the Homeland Security Committee are expected to vote on articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border. Democrats say there is no evidence of any crimes. The Republican-led House Homeland Security Committee accusing Mayorkas of violating his oath of office by willfully and systemically refusing to comply with federal immigration laws and enact widespread detention of migrants amid the ongoing crisis at the southern border. In a statement, the Department of Homeland Security calling the impeachment a political stunt and evidence-free. 
adding the standard set by Republicans would mean, quote, Congress should have impeached every DHS secretary since the department was founded. That's ABC's Jay O'Brien. Some recent research fakery, as it's been called, at a leading cancer institute have turned a spotlight on scientific integrity. There are amateur medical detectives who are blowing the whistle on manipulation of images and other irregularities in published scientific research. One of them, 32-year-old Sholto David of Wales, is a scientist and a sleuth who flagged issues that he found with images posted in more than two dozen published papers by scientists at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, which is affiliated with Harvard University. Many of those images appear to have duplicated segments. That would make the scientists' results on cell research look even stronger. The Cancer Institute's now requesting six retractions and 31 corrections. I'm Jackie Quinn. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Three U.S. service members are dead and at least 25 more injured in a drone strike at a base in Jordan. And there are reports of significant progress toward a deal to release more hostages held by Hamas. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Stephanie. In Prince George's County, checking into reports that all lanes on the eastbound side of Central Avenue, Maryland 214, right at the Beltway, are closed, trying to find out the reason for it. Not seeing any delays, though, either side of 214 heading to or from uh, the Beltway in Prince George's County. Uh, we do have uh, some traffic light trouble, however, however, I should say, on Central Avenue and Campus Way South. The traffic lights there are reported to be on flash. Also, the lights reported out at Branch Avenue and Surratt's Avenue in Prince George's County. Also, the traffic lights at Piscataway Road and Brandywine Road reported to be on flash, uh, but we had the closure both directions of Piscataway Road at Mary Catherine Drive because of a downed tree. That has been taken care of, so all lanes are open. Meanwhile, in Virginia, Stafford County, watch out for the standing water on Brook Road in the area of Raven Road, that's north of Fredericksburg. Prince William County for the closure of Crockett Road at Old Church Road because of high water, and Fox Mill Road in Fairfax County between Pinecrest Road and the Lee highway north of Chantilly. We have some high water reported. Also be aware of the down tree on Lewinsville Road near Old Falls Road, also in Fairfax County. You'll find no delays up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia. A good-looking ride between Springfield and Fredericksburg in Washington. That crash on northbound 395 at the 3rd Street Tunnel definitely cleared. No delays either side of the freeway from 14th Street to the 11th Street Bridge. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Roads are still a little wet out there, but the rain is over with. Just be careful on the roads and get to your destination safely. Temperatures this morning, pretty seasonable, mid to upper 30s as you're heading outside. And later on today, we're going to see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the afternoon with highs in the mid to upper 40s. It's also going to be a bit windy as well. Northwest winds about 10 to 20 miles an hour, gusting to about 30 miles an hour will make those 40s feel a little bit like the 30s with that wind chill. Later on tonight, those winds calm down with mostly cloudy skies and temperatures falling back back into the mid-30s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. Coming up on WTOP, can closing the lid after using the toilet prevent the spread of viruses? You may be surprised at the answer. 420. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, 
her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 422. Time to talk toilets. There are two types of people, those who close the lid when flushing and those who don't. But is one safe when it comes to limiting the spread of viruses? Studies in the past have shown closing the lid before a... Stop a germy mist from spreading. But now a study has been done to see if that holds true when it comes to viruses. The University of Arizona looked into that, doing the stinky study on both public and home toilets. The study results published in the American Journal of Infection Control showed it made no difference if the lid was up or down. The viruses were found on walls, floors, and the toilet seat was the most contaminated. Now, another finding, though, was if you use a brush and toilet bowl cleaner, that reduced viral contamination on the toilet by almost 100%. Happy scrubbing. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. King cakes stolen in New Orleans. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. A man broke into the bittersweet confections bakery and before walking out with cash and alcohol, he decided to grab a handful of king cakes. The suspect in a hoodie and a surgical mask was seen on surveillance leaving the New Orleans bakery with as many king cakes as he could grab. The cakes are among the foods most associated with carnival in New Orleans. The rings of pastry are adorned with purple, green and gold sugar or icing and they often have a tiny plastic baby hidden inside as a prize. Our king cakes are just that good, the bakery wrote on social media, but please come and just purchase one during our regular store hours. Matt Piper, CBS News. It was another quiet weekend at the movie theaters, but what action there was created quite quite a buzz. We have laws for these things. Until they fail, then you have me. The Beekeeper earned another $7.4 million in North America in its third week of release, according to studio estimates. It barely edges out Mean Girls with $7.3 million to take the number one spot at the box office. There were not a lot of wide releases this weekend, so the rest of the top five are movies already out. Wonka was third, Migration was fourth, and Anyone But You was fifth. I'm Archie Zaroleta. A popular actor just snagged a coveted award. CBS's Monica Ricks explains. Harvard University's Hasty Pudding Theatricals has named Barry Keoghan as its 2024 Man of the Year. You may know him from Dunkirk, the Banshees of Inishirin, or this year's psychological smash, Saltburn. I don't think I'll ever go home again. 